0: What's up, y'all? It's the TRP crew. Before we start the show, we wanted to just acknowledge the 13 fallen soldiers who gave their lives in action for the betterment of our nation and saving other people's lives. So right now, we want to do a quick, quick prayer in memory of them. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this great nation that we live in. We thank you so much for the sacrifices that many have made just so we could have our freedoms. God, I pray for the families of the ones of the fallen soldiers. I pray you give them peace. I pray you're with them. I pray you sit with them and guide them, Lord, and just help them get through this hard time. We love you, God. We thank you so much. Amen. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. Sitting across from me is Jeremy, the Booge, the kitchen white Next to him is our sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, showrunner, Miss Stacy.
1: Hey, guys.
0: All right, all right, all right. We got another great episode for you guys. It's going to be a banger. We're going to be talking about a lot. It's going to be, uh, we're going to talk about it later in the show, we're going to do some crazy Snacks? Do I need to start over? What's going on? How do you know. Why y'all looking at me? You,
1: you, you just get what you're going to get with this episode. I mean, I'm look, trying to... Look, I'm trying
2: to I, get, I heard this outline about 180 seconds ago, so uh, well, you, don't look at me.
0: Well, you all... I, I know you all like to, to get to your tasty, tasty drinks, but we're going to get there.
2: Just yeah. wanna, Trying to Joel, well, is, Joel, Joel, is this going to be a great episode? It's going to be an
1: amazing episode. Okay. I'm bringing it, I'm bringing a new, like, little tiny segment at the end. Um,
0: me and Stacy went traveling and we've got some crazy stories. So back to that. But before we do that, like we always do, we need to catch up. So, and have a drink. Jeremy, what you got, bro? I was just
2: train wreck. I am drinking a rye tonight. I have uh, some Basi- baby Saz, uh Sazerac rye. Who is your fave? Uh, sipping on that, yeah, one of my favorite ryes. Ninety uh, proofer, very easy drinker. Uh, good little rye. There we go.
1: You know, and that's kind of funny because it's kind of on the same theme of what we're drinking tonight. We were we were kind of talking, um, you know, we wanted a light sipper for tonight, and um, actually, everybody knows we're going to talk more about it uh, in the next segment that we went to Mexico, but. We knew that our resort was not going to have, like, the bourbons that we were really excited about. So we were at the mercy of the Cancun Airport, uh, like, liquor store there. And luckily, we did find a bottle of Kentucky Spirit that we cashed at the um, resort. But what we've got tonight is something that we brought back, and it was Woodford Double Oaked.
0: Yep. One of your faves, Jeremy? You yeah, oh yeah. Which all, this is all only of my faves tonight. <laughs> eighty-six
1: point four proof. So um, it's been a long time since I've tried this. So let's go ahead. Cheers, right. salami.
2: Salami.
0: I'll tell you, for uh, a wow. eighty-six proofer, that's a that's a strong beverage right that's there. That's tasty,
1: delicious. You know,
2: those I, double oaks have that extra flavor to them. The, uh, the smokiness, the woodiness to them. Um,
0: makes, it does, it makes does a up. lot. It makes up
2: But for it. it's
1: still like yeah. thin and doesn't like burn your esophagus. So like I would recommend anybody that wants to start getting into bourbon. You want to drink it neat? I say try something like this. A mm-hmm. Woodford so Double, double Oak. Oak? Yeah.
2: What's it's the amazing. mash bill on the Woodford Double Oak? Is it, I'm pretty sure it's not a weeder. No, have the bottle in front of you. Uh, oh, duh. <laughs> Stacy's looking at me all crazy, and I'm like, like the bottle? I need to GTS. That... It, don't,
0: it doesn't have it on here, uh, but okay. um, Woodford is not a weeded bourbon.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, it's, st- it's going to be your standard Woodford Reserve mash bill, and then they just throw it into, they finish it in a second oak barrel.
2: Gotcha. I don't, like, to my knowledge, like, uh, you guys are drinking it right now. I'm not. Yeah. Um, it, It's not a spicy one, so I wouldn't imagine it to be a high rye. Um, now,
0: it's, I think, you know, I, I'd like to look it up, but it's going to be, to me, whenever I drink Woodford, it's low in rye, but it's it's going to be like that standard run-of-the-mill mash bill. And I think what takes it over the top, which Woodford's okay, what takes it over the top is the double oaking process.
2: Yeah. Now, have you uh, – like this was not on the topic schedule, but I drank some uh, over the weekend some very old St. Nick uh, Harvest Rye cash strength. No. Have you ever had a har- Harvest Rye
0: before? No.
1: I don't think I have. Is that
0: just taken in the fall or something?
1: Yeah.
2: like it. I think it's like a later harvest uh, – it is what I heard. I didn't know if you had any insight on that uh, as well. I was asking, but it was uh, it was phenomenal. Very winter green in flavor. I mean, h- almost 120 proof, but like very winter green in flavor. Uh, it was a fantastic pour. Uh, if you ever if you ever see that one, uh, any of the very old St. Nicks, uh, very very good. They're pricey, but very very good.
1: It was Old St. Nick Harvest. No,
2: very old St. Nick.
1: Very old St. Nick Harvest.
2: Rye. harvest rye cast strength
1: okay. i would be
0: interested to know the rye process and we've all dove into yeah. bourbon tons but to know how they pull those flavors out because i like the wintergreen spearmint-esque yeah rye finishes mm-hmm. she doesn't and so that's why i like that will at rare release because it has a real spearmint
1: yeah, yeah.
0: cello forward mm-hmm. taste to it
1: i might like gotcha. the harvest blend
0: I don't think you will. If it's got no. that winter green forward. Oh, bit. if
1: it does, does it have the winter green forward?
0: That's what I was saying. Yes,
2: it does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the reason but, but I like, wasn't
1: paying attention was because I did look up the mash bill for wood for double double oaked. Oh, oh what is it? Seventy-two uh, percent corn. Boom. Eighteen mm. percent rye. But that's a yeah. low.
0: That's a low. Uh, and then a ten
1: percent malted barley. And okay, and, so you no know, wheat at all. Whenever you talk to people that. Have like just started getting into a bourbon? That's a favorite, that, or even like some veterans to bourbon. That that is a lot of people's favorites, and you know, for an MSRP of forty five bucks a bottle, I don't think. I mean it's a pretty good well deal.
2: i think like the first time we all had it the first time together we had it when we went out we, like we all went out with my wife too um this is way before covid and uh we went to like a bourbon tasting night where they had like a bunch of random stuff on five dollar pours had this massive list and one of the ones we tried was the woodford double oak yep. and we all loved it that night yeah. that was the first time i ever had it yeah um that was a great one that was Two years ago, probably.
0: I still like it. And this is something that I was thinking about while we were on our trip, because we met some other bourbon lovers down there. And normally when somebody says, hey, I like bourbon, you think, oh, OK. But sometimes when they say they like bourbon, maybe they're they're just in the beginning stages of yeah. liking bourbon. Maker's Mark. Yeah. yeah they're, you know, like, they, were,
2: they're like, have you heard of Maker's Mark? Uh, yes. Really good. <laughs> That's it. I, we, I, I asked this one
0: guy. He's fan, he was fantastic. Loved the guy. And he, I asked him. I said, "You know, what's your favorite bourbon?" And he said, "Maker's Mark." And the 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 <laughs> snot in me is like, "Maker's Mark." But it's a Ugh. solid, drink. but it's a solid pour. Bye, and, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you, I, we start getting in 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 this realm of we forget about bottles like Woodford Reserve and Maker's. They Mark. They get
1: overlooked because we like our eyes go on the prize of like all these allocated bottles. When you know you've got this one sitting on the shelf at forty five bucks.
2: Yeah. Yeah, th- that's the hard thing because, I mean, um, that very old St. Nick that I tried, that bottle is almost $200. Um, and then, you know, you drink it and you're like, man, that was very good. But at the same time, like, there's $30 bottles that are also like,
0: man, that's really good. That's the thing, man, yeah. is it was it $200 good when you can get one for 30, 40 bucks. It tastes you can comparable. Five bottles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's a sexy looking bottle. Mm-hmm. All right, so September is finally here. The basic white girl and me is so happy, <laughs> and I was going to bring up, have you guys heard about Bud Light's new seltzer pack that they are putting out? Every, I know you
0: have. Everyone's on this seltzer train now. Even Corona oh, is on which, the seltzer train.
1: Which Bud Light already has seltzers, but they are coming out. Actually, it came out Yesterday. September sixth.
0: Fall seltzers. Is that what you're talking about?
1: It's called Bud Light Fall Flannel. And it's their oh, hard seltzer pack. And let me just tell you what the flavors are.
0: Mm, totally, totally, totally. Listen to
1: this, listen to this.
2: <laughs> I love how we just got through like this really nerdy, like deep discussion of bourbon, and you're like, <laughs> seltzers. <laughs> sugar pack. That's turned into alcohol. Hey. Well, mm. listen. Mm. Fla- uh, l- let me guess the flavors. It's pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Double pumpkin spice <laughs> and extra pumpkin with a little cinnamon, bit of spice. Cinnamon roll. It's cinnamon roll and cinnamon roll. Oh, five those are
1: good. Those were good. Sh- those were good guesses. I mean, just the sucker in me. I'm like, Ooh, flannel pack. Like, I'm buying it. But listen to the flavors. Toasted marshmallow. Wait,
2: wait. Do we need to get like some flannel koozies going for like yes! fall?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, toasted marshmallow. I'm like, toast, gross. Toasted marshmallow. That's
2: now. Yeah,
1: which to me is weird. If if it's right. carbonated, obviously it's a seltzer. So, oh. um, apple crisp. That probably
0: like ginger. Like I'd be, be like a, like a hard cider, you know, or yeah. something.
2: That
1: won't be bad. Uh,
2: pump- I've heard of other beer companies doing apple flavored beers throughout the year and uh, how horrible they are. So, man. Man. Uh, cheeky. <laughs> bush, man. Man. bush Apple.
1: Um, pumpkin <laughs> spice. <laughs> Ah, nailed it! I mean, they had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do that. All right, you ready for the next one?
2: Uh huh. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a P.S.S. pumpkin spice seltzer?
1: <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it, wait, wait, It's a. Pss, 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 oh yeah a <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin spice seltzer. You guys done? Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, last one. Maple pear. Gross. Is that not gross?
0: All right. Jer- Jeremy you see how excited she is about these seltzers Next yeah. next time you're at the house here go to the refrigerator in the garage and look at the copious amounts of seltzers she just buys them because they're cute and pretty I
1: do and then they she, sit there She
0: doesn't drink them
2: We're, you know, we're drinking straight bourbon Yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and that's exactly yeah, um, no, I do want to, I do want to try these just for shits and giggles because I mean like you can't pass up toasted marshmallow seltzer. You got to at least experience All it. All
0: right. Well maybe, well, maybe we'll give, maybe we'll give them a go. But you
2: know sh- what sounds way better to me is sitting around a campfire on a cool evening, having a toasted marshmallow with some bourbon.
1: Bro, oh. can, can you not <gasps> wait? What? Your toasted marshmallow old fashioned you made. Oh yeah.
0: I need to, Oof. I need to perfect that. Yeah. I, got, I, I made one, and okay, it was boy. good, and that's started to the doctor, and then it sucked, so mm-hmm. it still needs some. But I I do have a... I'm working on a toasted marshmallow old-fashioned recipe. Ooh.
2: So, no. I like it.
1: Now, Jeremy, do you... Wait, are...
2: wait. Can we put graham cracker around the rim of the glass? Oh, hell
1: yeah. Let's oh, do it. yeah. That'd be a,
2: really good. A
1: graham cracker rim job. Shit.
2: Mm.
0: That's what um, she said. That's what she said. <laughs> so what <laughs> I was
1: going to ask you, Jeremy, are you one that, like, when fall hits, are you going to Starbucks and getting like the, the specialty fall flavored coffees.
2: Oh, yeah, you know me. Um I drink uh, tons of flavors. Uh give me a milkshake. That is what I'm there for. Mocha Choca uh, latte? You I like black f- coffee. Like, you like what are you chuka. talking about? You yes.
1: like two extra pumps of pumpkin. You
2: know what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I have a uh, pumpkin size. Uh, I, I can't even say it. A mocha choca. Like, mocha choca Mocha choca latte.
1: <laughs> mocha
2: latte. I drink black coffee, or sometimes with like a splash of like coconut milk in it, and Spush. that's about it.
1: With the mm. jizz of coconut milk, <laughs> just
2: the <a> jizz. <laughs> you know what? I should record myself going through Starbucks in ordering. <laughs> <laughs> and That's where <laughs> it I'll it is. A jizz <laughs> <laughs> Just a jizz of pumpkin. Uh, just a jizz of of uh, coconut milk in there. Oh, excuse uh, me. Excuse me. <laughs> dude, are you not ready? I, I we got to
0: get out of this segment and head. Well, no, I know more to talk about. It. I know. I'm just. I, I am so ready. For this heat to be gone and to be in the fall weather i'm ready i I am so looking forward to those cool nights where i can actually sit around my damn fire pit outside
2: yeah where we are in in the country right now summer is kind of just hanging on we had a storm pass through recently but it's been like high 80s low Mm -hmm. 90s every day it's kind of been sucky but like once it's like high of 70 and gets down to about 50 at night, like, man, those are, those are fantastic days. And we usually get them at least a month or two of that around here. Yeah,
0: for sure. Then I'm so looking forward to it. So what else you got?
1: Uh, A new product that's about to hit the market. Oh, another oh another thing that we need to get Here our hands on. So,
2: something that Jeremy's gonna buy immediately. One, one more thing that we couldn't care less about. <laughs> no,
1: I think he, I think you will. Oh, I think really? Will. Oh, uh,
2: another fall flavored product?
1: Yeah, wait, yes. Uh, channeling <laughs> no. our inner barbecue by Maisie. This is candy. Ooh. Okay, do you like candy corn?
2: No. Okay. No one, no one, does. one likes okay. candy okay. Corn. I don't either. You know what? I have a theory that they pick it up off the street every year, put it back in bags, and resell it, and they've never made candy corn since 1942 yeah. when they first invented it.
1: I right. think the texture, I mean, obviously the flavor sucks, but the texture, but nerds are coming <laughs> right. out. And the texture
2: sucks. I mean, you know, obviously everything sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nerds is oh, wait, coming oh, out with there. candy corns. Ew. And so what it is, what it is, what, listen, listen, listen. It is, they're tangy nuggets uh, shaped like a candy corn. It's a chewy nerd with a crunchy candy shell. Oh. So, it's, is- so
2: it's got some crunch it w- wait. to it. Is it like a nerds cluster where there's nerds stuck to the outside or one big thing?
1: It's one big thing. So one like a a solid nerd, like, shell.
2: Nope. That sounds like a jelly bean or something. That sounds horrible. So it looks mm-hmm. like,
1: yeah, it looks like it's something soft with a hard candy shell, but they say they're like really tangy. Um, it's It tastes nothing like a candy corn, but it's just shaped like that. It's their rendition. So mm. something else I want to try. We're
0: going to have to bring that into the TRP studio. Well, I try, but
1: you, like, you go to Amazon, they want like 30 bucks for like three packs. Three packs. So I was like, F that. No,
2: they hit the Check stores? out Kroger every time you're we in there. They usually have a pretty good selection. Um. Yeah, I need
1: to. I don't know if it's hit the shelves yet, but um, I'm gonna be watching. I'm sure. I'm sure Maisie probably already got sent a package of them or something. Just,
2: just message Maisie. Be like, hey, send us. We know you have five cases. Like, send us a box. <laughs> I know they're Whatever. there. Don't make yeah. me come get them. <laughs> She's the person reselling them on Amazon for a hundred dollars a pack. <laughs> <laughs> it is her. You big jerk. Uh,
1: while we're on the topic of her, congratulations to Maisie. She is expecting a little boy. What? So, yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. She reached out. She was like, I think. I- sorry. I- I think I might need some uh, insight as to what it's like to uh, raise a boy. So I might need some help with that. So we could definitely help with that. That is awesome. I
0: did not know that. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. In order. All right. Well, on that note of her being pregnant, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to dive into some cool travel stories and cool things that me and Stacey did.
1: International foods.
0: International. No, No, we're world travelers now. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Halteman Family Meats. At HaltemanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry aged ribeyes, hand pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of that skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So, right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21, and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. Halteman.
2: We Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're gonna jump right into this next segment now. I have to give a little disclaimer first here. Um, in order for uh, that really podcast to pay for Joel and Stacey's entire trip, we have to talk about it for 15 minutes on the show. So you have to listen to them tell all their really dumb stories from Mexico. A that way, it's a write-off for the business. Uh, that's why we have to do this segment. So, uh, guys, if you want to just go ahead and jump into those,
0: that's it. Yes, guys. So uh, you know, don't fast forward this though. <laughs> we
1: need this to is help. not a 15 minute commercial. All right, <laughs> we need. The, the download numbers
0: in the winter of
2: 2019 now uh i could reload goes international that's it
0: now so man i know i uh in 2019 i booked a trip for me and stacy i surprised her for our 10 year anniversary so on our anniversary of 2019 i booked this trip for us to go back to mexico like we did on our honeymoon Booked the bills for
1: 2020.
0: I booked. I mean, I went out, man. I got us a nice suite. <laughs> I got us a swim out pool right there off of our room. It was. I, mean, I was trying to go, you know, big baller here, okay. But did all that? We're all excited, ready to rock and roll, everything. Then we get COVID hits, so we had to postpone the whole frigging thing you know so we go oh here we are in 2021 we decide we're just going to freaking do it
1: i mean literally at the last minute like months ago we rebooked it because covid was like slowing down everything was like reopening Every all fears were all calmed yeah then we got th- delta
0: <laughs> damn you delta
2: uh that airline <laughs> ah, bastards
0: so dude i uh, will say this we uh, we got down there it was a great time but man we, you know, Stacy being the nurse and seeing what she sees, we did we doubled up our masks.
1: Well, just the only thing that's going to protect you from getting it is an N95. I yeah. mean, yeah. the cloth mask is not going to protect you. So, We did. We put the N95 on and then like what we do at work, we put a surgical mask over it just to keep the N95 clean so you can reuse yeah. it. So that's mm-hmm. what we did.
0: Yes, but the first one she gave me was made for her face. this a little tiny thing. It was breaking my bridge of my nose all the way to Charlotte. You
2: don't you don't have those, like, at work? You guys don't use those?
0: Uh, oh, at my shop?
2: Yeah. No. Oh, I, I have N95s in my— uh, I own N95s. My, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, I'm
0: not going in houses like you are. Most of my work oh, is— n-
2: No, no, I have an N95 for doing woodworking. Whenever I'm making dust with exotic hardwoods, it's oh. really about of your lungs. And so, so I, I have a box of N95s that I use for that. No, we have— th- They don't use protection. We
0: have 3M respirators that we offer. Yeah.
2: That, yeah, for our okay. employees to use. Why didn't you bring your 3M respirator with you on the airplane? Because I wasn't that. I didn't have much forethought, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You're not <laughs> no, but honestly,
1: <sighs> we have known people here in the last few weeks that have gotten sick with COVID off of an airplane. Ah. airplane contact. So
0: let's move past that.
1: That just eased my fears. I didn't want to be sitting in a hotel room in Mexico and thinking, Oh God, I'm going to get stuck here in a third world country or whatever. I mean, I'm going to
2: get stuck in country, this but. five-star luxury resort for weeks on end. Well, uh, but they don't let you
1: stay in your room. They like, take you go to the, like, the closet and they lock you up and put <laughs> yeah, sandwiches. Out no alcohol. No. Yeah. So no more swim <laughs> out room. So anyways,
0: but yeah, no, it was uh we had a great time, man. We went down there and one thing me and Stacy said we weren't going to do. We were like, we'll just keep to ourselves. And we will, you know, we don't need to make friends. We're not going to make a bunch of friends. All the jazz, yeah, yeah oh, you that's know, what I would do. Yeah, 24, yeah. 24 hours later, there we're in the pool with like ten other people going,
1: seltzers and shots, and
0: so it's, it's um,
1: we met some incredible people.
0: We did that we so,
1: still keep in contact with.
0: Yeah, so we met. Uh, we were in the pool, and somehow or another, this guy, I didn't. This guy gets comes over, and he's kind of an older guy, overweight. You, he has a huge scar down the middle of his chest where he had open heart surgery, right? And he's talking to Stacey. I see him talking to Stacy, And all of a sudden, he snaps over to me. And it was like, you drink bourbon? And I'm like, yeah. You tell the rest.
1: All right. Salty Stacy over here. So this is- <laughs> I see this, this guy. Like he said, his name was... And fun guy, we've all done shots at the pool bar and everything, and he's he's drinking scotch, and I'm like, I'm not much of a scotch gal, I like bourbon, and like, I like bourbon. We start talking about it, and he's talking about how he loves Elmer T. Lee. and I said, oh, I've got a bottle of Elmer T. Lee. and he goes, who has a bottle of Elmer T. Lee? I said, I do, or me and my husband. He goes, who's your husband? And I said, him right over there, and like, I never even existed after that.
0: Nope. Small. And it
1: pissed me off. Small, <laughs> small <laughs> lady
0: brains don't know anything about I bourbon to be like, or whiskeys.
1: I want to be like, so, bitch! I know more about bourbon than he does. So, like,
2: we got our bottles of T. Lee from the same person, and like, you're the one who bought that bottle, Stacy. Joel yes. was like, wow, good, good call. Like, <laughs> I
1: know. So, so, I didn't even exist at this point. So, that, so that just really pissed me off because it was super like chauvinistic. Like,
0: but this you dude, don't know anything bro, about bourbon, no.
1: but that guy over there does. So he goes over to Joel. Well, after after a couple minutes, he's he's coherent with his words, but he's trashed. And he's just like, he's inviting Joel up to Chicago where he lives and like putting no, his I, arms I, around I, him. That, but
0: he that's what he, he kept talking to me about. Oh, I know I, I'm, I'm doing an Australian accent. He, he keeps talking to me about this. Uh, <laughs> I know, oh know, it, <laughs> is, it is, is good, boys. <laughs> uh. I, no. I can uh, Every accent, mafia. every one of my accents turns into Australian. <laughs> <laughs> so but no, he, he starts talking to me about this liquor story. He's like, you got to go there. I think he thought I was from Chicago. This dude is trashed, homie. And he's got a cup of, of, of really shitty whiskey or scotch there. He had
1: scotch in his glass. And he just. He's not
0: making any sense. He just, yeah. And all of a sudden, dude. He, he just he,
1: takes it like this. Slams, throws it down a, his throat. Okay. It's a
0: good inch of whiskey inside that glass
1: and so gotcha. i was like oh dang man and he takes his glass oh and plunges it into the pool water which everybody's been uh-uh, pissing in uh-uh, uh-uh. all <laughs> uh-uh. day
0: and uh-huh. takes it uh-huh. to the head he
1: takes a whole mouth takes it his, to the his head. cheeks are like chipmunks full of water and i looked at him and i go don't do it don't do it and he goes and he drank oh, all that pool water. All oh. the urine, so, all the people's skin, yeah, everything. So, so at this point, I'm like, okay, I forgive him for treating me like that because he's obviously way out of his mind. Next thing you know, hey. like five minutes later, Joel goes, Stacy, Stacy, over there. I think he needs help.
0: Dude was underwater, man. Dude was man. underwater. We're like, in waist-deep water, in waste- and dude was so freaking drunk. He had to
1: get pulled up out of the pool like he was going to drown.
2: Sounds like he was having a great time.
0: <laughs> but nobody could get him up the damn stairs, bro. Because he, so, he was so big. His wife comes over and she is freaking pissed. She's grabbing him by the arm. Y'all, get the
1: F up here. Trying to get him to walk and we're all like, no, 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 don't. No, he's fine. Keep him in the pool. He's going to pass out. He's going like, to get hurt. Like,
0: they, we're at a resort. Yeah.
1: This stuff happens. Like Don't get mad at him.
0: They brought him a, uh, they brought him a wheelchair. The resort did. And took four of us to get him in the damn wheelchair. So, so
1: Joel's like with his bum knee trying to get oh, hoist this guy yeah. into a wheelchair. We'll,
0: we'll get to the knee, but uh, we get him in there, dude. His, he's he's just he's like limp noodle. a head back head back like this, uh, and his eyes are closed. And he's, and he's going
1: smiling.
2: Hey, he's like, having time of his life. He was saying, he was living his best freaking life, man.
1: So yeah, um, so that was that. I but, don't think I want to go to Mexico.
2: I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,
0: and, and I'll, and I'll get to that too later, <laughs> but so uh, update on the knee, right? Uh, yeah,
2: I, I saw a bunch of your, uh, your Instagram stories and you were a uh, hobgoblin, uh, all around that resort.
0: I was, I was doing pretty good, man. And, um, they came out, I am a competitor. All right.
2: Really? No, I, no, no, I was no, no, not aware no. of that. N- never no, would have
0: known. he was
1: doing good, and obviously everybody that follows at that Reload Wife, me, saw that he rode a bull. That did no problem. Hang on. We'll get to that.
2: Okay. Just that, give me...
0: That, let me that, finish that
1: this. Looked, that looked pretty
2: mellow. The bull looked pretty mellow. He did
1: but amazing.
0: we got to... They had. They got these mats. You, you see the mats?
1: Like floating no. pool mats. They got these floating oh, oh. Pool,
0: yeah, yeah. pool mats. Okay, good well, good. I, you know, I thought I could do that.
1: They, Whoever they, runs the
0: farthest on the mats in the water
2: oh okay
1: so they overlap like 10 or 15 mats that are floating yeah. in the water like a long strip and like you have to try to walk on them like run yeah. along the top of them
0: yeah you gotta, you gotta tread water before basically. sinking and I, and I watched the people yeah. I watched people eating eating shit and I'm going I can do better
2: you're like I can eat shit too yeah,
0: well that's about to <laughs> happen
1: I, I wanted to do it too <laughs> I
0: had quite a few drinks and I you know I had that liquid courage and I got up there and I made this they were like you. they're like you have to yell yeah, make big big presents you know presentation you know and uh, so I was slapping my chest and look, acting like a freaking fool and the big old yeehaw. And I get like two mats and I eat shit. <laughs> and when I got out of the water, dude, my freaking knee was done. It's still, it's it's still, scr- <laughs> whatever little tear I had in my meniscus, now it's pulled. Because I, <laughs> I got the MRI back, you know, just the other day and it's, yeah surgery has to be done. Oof. Yeah.
2: Well, at least you had fun doing it, you know?
0: Yeah, but... The bull ride. I did you. You saw the bull ride.
2: I saw the bull ride. The extra slow, sensual I, I, bull ride. Extra extra slow on a scale of one to 100, one hundred, about a point five. Yes, <laughs> the guy I in mean, the background. Like, you you had your arm just waving real slow in the <laughs> air. <laughs> I see you like <laughs>
1: Shaky, shaky. I,
2: th-
0: I thought he was going to go balls out that's what they do on the bulls. Like they'll go easy on the women, and then the guy gets on. They just flip him off. Yeah. So I was already rock and roll. And I, I was preparing my body and myself for him to crank it up and go. And finally I had to, my arm. I was on there for over a minute. Finally I had to let go. Cause my dang arm was so, so tired from doing my sensual, <laughs> my sensual shaking. You
2: know. Oh man. Just warrior. Just warrior right out. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Um, so we also played some pool volleyball there. That was a lot of fun. We played with this guy, the most epic tattoo I've ever seen. Big boy. Says across his stomach, "Fat snacks," <laughs> and he's got a cheeseburger, a ice cream cone, and all these snacks tattooed onto his stomach.
2: Yeah, so that, that guy is committed. I've heard of arm sleeves, but never stomach sleeves.
1: I loved it.
0: Well, fat snacks, bro. Fat
1: snacks. Fat,
2: fat snacks.
0: Fat boyies and fat snacks. There you go. Lastly, on the thing, man, the trip. We we did make some, meet some amazing people, uh, and it was it was fun to meet people from all different walks of life, mm-hmm. and. We did ask some people that, you know, were talking on the politics and some COVID stuff, which we didn't want to talk about. But for the majority of the people that we met, man, like they, you, no one was looking like, who'd you vote for? know that jazz. It was all just, everybody
1: just getting along and having, having a good
0: time in paradise. And we did become very popular because we were the only people that had good bourbon in the house. Cause we bought a We were in the, in the airport. Going through the duty free, and we found a bot We we were thinking we might find something. Okay, but we found a bottle. Sometimes bot-
2: those, sometimes those duty free shops have like Blantons and all sort of stuff for uh for export and everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we and
0: found it was a all
1: good prices. So. Bottle
0: of Kentucky spirit, and then we found what we're drinking tonight: the Woodford Double Oat. So we smoked cigars and drank a whole entire bottle of bourbon, and
1: literally just had the best time. Had a great time. So um, let's take a break. We, when we come back, there's a couple things we want to bounce off of you, Jeremy. Some of the international foods that we inquired over there, some new cuts of meat, and um, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. On Flip side.
0: I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Guys, I had enough, and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person, such as yourself, deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best looking, best feeling, best pouring, best look how proper I am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve. Brag proper. All right, guys. So we are back from the break and we're going to dive into some of the food that we had on our trip down to Mexico. If you've never been in my in the past when I have been down to Mexico, it the food has never really been that good. Uh, the beef would taste different. The drinks would taste different. Um, it and I, of course it's a whole different region of the of the world, so that makes sense. But you know, like when you. If you're ca- Wait, Joel. Are you saying different
2: countries have different food? What? No, flavors, man. Like, <laughs> like a burger, don't taste like a burger. Yeah,
1: no, like their ketchup <laughs> doesn't <laughs> taste. Their ketchup tastes it's weird.
2: It's a crazy concept, isn't it, Jeremy? No, that's like that's a legit thing. Like Mexican, like Mexico Coke is different from like yeah. U.S. Coke. You know, like you get much higher for much longer. You know, yeah, um, it's oh. cr- totally crazy. Mm. You know, uh, uh,
1: and yeah. <laughs> and and you don't
0: have the you don't have the, the hangover after. Exactly. You get a hangover from cocaine? I don't know. I don't know, never done it. Anyways, but um Jeremy, I wanted to ask you about this because I had never heard of this cut and okay. I and I got it just for this reason. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of a baseball cut?
2: Uh a like baseball,
0: a baseball baseball steak. Oh,
2: yeah. It's, it's a sirloin cut, um, cut from the top sirloin. Um, you could cut it from the bottom sirloin if you wanted to, but it's your basic, uh, cut of sirloin. Like, um, whenever I buy whole sirloins at Costco and I cut them into steaks, like that's like a baseball steak. The reason they call it that is cause the, uh, the muscle is like big and round. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to get flat steaks out of it. So the steaks come out a little bit roundish. Like if you've ever had like a sirloin from like Outback, like they're known for like their basic sirloins and stuff. That's essentially what like a baseball cut steak is. Yeah.
0: But so is this, is it a Because this is what confused me. I looked it up before I got it and I saw a nice filet esque looking round yeah, steak. It, okay.
2: It, it should be if they butcher it properly.
0: Well, <laughs> it came to me flat as hell. Yeah. And, and, and big, which means they yeah. just took the sirloin and just skimmed it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know the sirloin muscle itself. If you, if you go to Sam's or Costco, you can buy them whole. You can get them at prime grade for like five something a pound. Wow. I haven't bought one in a while, so like don't quote me on those prices. And then you can butcher it yourself, and you got a bunch of prime grade sirloin at like five dollars a pound. It's a great deal. I've done it probably a dozen times before, but it's all about how you butcher it. If you take this big basketball looking thing and just cut it straight through and make steaks out of it, you're going to get a steak like what you had. Or you can cut it into three inch sections and then cut steaks off of those and then you have baseball looking steaks you yeah know? yes
1: so. so when you're buying that from costco like what are you typically using the sirloins for
2: steaks okay see that's my thing is I I, I I love a sirloin steak so yeah, i do i
0: do i do too and yeah. whenever i butcher a whitetail the sirloin mm-hmm. part of the animal is some of my favorite cuts
1: now, why do you like the sirloin steak though what is it about them that you like
0: me, ver- me. go
1: ahead jeremy it's
2: very flavorful. Um, it's not like, I don't like a super tender steak. Like we love our Haltman filets. Um, but generally speaking, I don't order a filet when I go out. There's not a ton of flavor to it. Usually like when we're doing our Haltman ones that they're amazingly marbled. So it's not like a regular filet, but we're still adding stuff to them. Caviar bone marrow, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A sirloin is going to be a little bit tougher, but tougher tougher usually means like it's, it's a little more flavorful. That muscle gets worked a little bit more. And, um, so and- I think it's I don't even like
0: the word tougher. I think the consistency. It's, I mean, it's got a, it's got a little more. Yeah, well, I mean, so like you, the you can, texture's different. It, it's got you, a different you, texture, but
2: you can cut a fillet with a fork. You can't do that with the a, sirloin. The you have to one, use a yeah. knife. Yeah. Um. But you know, uh, they're fantastic. I mean, like if you like tri tip, you like sirloin. If you like picanha, you like sirloin. Those are all part of the sirloin. Um. It's in my opinion, it's probably one of the most underrated cuts on a on a side of beef just because a lot of places will turn it into hamburger grinder stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but it makes, it makes great steaks, especially if, you know, um, you got a big family or something, you're cooking up 10 steaks for family dinner or something. You know, you, you're not cooking all, an entire, you know, a an entire tenderloin yeah. is going to be 120, 150 bucks, something like that for a whole tenderloin, or you can get a whole sirloin for 50 bucks and you, have, bi- have bigger steaks.
0: And <laughs> if you cook it properly, some, they, it's not filet esque just as tender, but you can have a nice, Tender, delicious steak out of those oh, yeah. sirloin cuts. Fantastic oh, yeah. ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So sure. he, he got the baseball steak. I, in the, in the meantime, I, the same dinner, I ordered the picanha there because mm-hmm. I, I love picanha. Um, you know, I just recently, like in the past year, started eating, well, no, probably two years, started yeah. eating that. And um, I got it and I was a little nervous, you know, being at a resort, but. I will say anything that we got that was, like, cooked to temperature, like, they nailed it. Like, absolutely nailed it. And so, um, my picanha was a perfect medium rare and salted to perfection as well. Like, I was super, super impressed. Now, what was different about it, you know, we cut our picanha steaks, you know, really thick. um, Or a lot Mm -hmm. of times when you do, like, churrasco style, it is really thick. They had these much thinner, but it was still so tender, juicy. And, mm-hmm. and, and the most impressive part to me was like, you have to salt it really good. You cannot yeah. have a bland picanha cut.
2: Now, if I were to guess, like you guys were at a resort, they're feeding lots and lots of people, I know what food you're is gonna, included. I know what you're, you're going to say. They probably cut smaller portion sizes because you can get more food whenever oh, you want. Oh. like 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 that. That's kind of what I was thinking. Is probably why they cut them smaller. Yes.
1: So, yes, supra- I'm, I'm with yes, you on that. Yes, absolutely. But surprisingly, you know, usually... So when Joel and I first got there, the first two days, like we would order like two meal, like a meal for me, a meal for him and like appetizers and like first course meal and second course meal. And because most of the times you get like something this big, like something super, super tiny portions.
2: For so the people two... at home, uh, Stacey's holding up her hands this far apart, like
1: like, <laughs> uh, like a golf ball. You know what I'm going to tell
2: him. <laughs> I know. You know, I was
1: going to say, you know, the rabbit hole. I was going to say the last podcast. You do really well at like describing to the listeners like what's going on yeah. in, in like, studio.
2: When I listen to podcasts, like I like to listen to podcasts while I'm at work and stuff. And if they're talking about something, but they don't describe it to like, the listener, it annoys the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah
1: you're, <laughs> really, you're really good at that. And I literally was thinking that. But um, the pecana portion that they sent me, I split it with Joel. It was literally it's massive. It
0: took a, like a one inch thick pecana and they cut, yeah. they did a cutlet. So they had two half inch sticks. So I
1: had two pieces wow. that were like massive. I'm holding up my hands. Yes. I, I didn't eat my. I didn't, eat my,
0: I didn't eat my. ball steak because it really. <laughs> your ball? I didn't eat my balls. Your
1: ball steak. Yeah, I didn't eat my
0: ball baseball steak. <laughs> 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 I didn't eat that damn thing because her piccanya was so good. Yeah, um, I
1: couldn't eat it all.
2: You know, it sounds they, like they cut your baseball steak into like a minute steak and just like sear, sear, and yeah,
1: serve. that's exactly. Yeah. What that's almost it, how the piccanya was, and they did too.
0: So, uh, moving on with those with the steak thing is. Stacy mentioned they were cooking everything to perfection. You know, mm-hmm. every if you got to cut a meat you said you want it rare, it came rare and in a good way. And yeah. uh, I got a fillet at this French restaurant we were eating at, and mm-hmm. I, and I was looking at the texture of the fillet, and, I, and it dawned on me so I was thinking to myself, how are they doing this? Like what these are they, fillet, uh, they, they must. Sous- gotta be had to be yes the, so- the texture I could, I could tell by the sides yeah. of the steak and no was, crust that it was soupy so they've got all these well, steaks
2: they, they should have seared it at they, least no it was such my, a
1: light sear it was like,
0: a, it was oh, a light okay. sear on there. yeah
2: gotcha yeah. but
1: with maybe a little bit of olive oil like nothing that had that hard mm-hmm. it was not like a hard sear or seasoning to the outside of it
0: yeah so yeah They've got to have copious amounts of just sous vide's back there with all these steaks in there from they got yeah. the rare, the medium, rare, blah, blah, blah. They pull slap it out. Them out. No, you, you only sewers.
2: need four. You only need four sous vide's. Like the one I have, um, the Julie by chef steps. It's 1100 Watts. I've used that thing in a Yeti cooler before to cook massive cuts of meat. And so if you have one for like rare, mid, rare, medium, mid, well, and yeah, well, right. So you have five sous is all you need. And that's it. All you got to do is pull those out, them, and send them out. And like, that's it for the night
1: but the question is is well i think i answered my own question i was gonna say like what do you do with the rest of it once the restaurant closes but there is still room service there's all the staff
0: oh yeah yeah we, we would get um room so, service so up late.
2: If, if the steak is not so like the thin cuts you're talking about half inch thick cuts i mean 30 minutes in the sous vide is all they really need mm-hmm. um you know like i'll cook an inch and a half inch and a quarter thick steak from frozen it takes like an hour and a half to two hours to get to temperature. You know, that's a big, thick frozen steak. If it's not frozen and it's only a half inch thick, it's going to cook super fast in the sous vide. So they can replenish those very quickly. And if they're going through room service, 24 hours a day, you know, and obviously they have all the metrics and data behind this to back it up and stuff. But like that, that's the way to run those things. Like if I were doing like a catering service or something like that, like, Oh, I would would 100% be using sous vide. Like it's so easy. Yeah.
0: And for everybody that's listening right now that is kind of wondering if you don't know a lot about sous vide and you're kind of wondering where we're going with this a sous vide if i set it for 130 degrees and put a cut of meat in there that cut of meat will not get above 130 degrees no matter how long it sits inside there
2: did we do an episode on sous
1: vide
2: no we haven't yet well we should probably do an episode it's been
1: requested yeah it's something that a lot of people need to get into um
2: it's a very nuanced thing. Um, I would encourage you, if you want to get a better idea of it, to uh, to do a little bit of research on your own. And if you do want to hear us do an episode about it, just reach out. And uh, the more times we hear that, the more likely we're um, not going to ignore you, and we will do it. That's
0: right.
1: But yeah, you and gotta think, bug us. I think you're right too. But with the thinning of the stakes, too, you know, by the time they they take your order, by the time they bring out, you know, your hors d'oeuvre, and then you get your like. Your soup or your salad, and then you know by that, that time, yeah, they've already plopped that little little half inch, two one nugget. inch steak, and
0: mm-hmm. steak. come on, girl, come on,
2: <laughs> Jer- In,
1: into that s- 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 sous vide, and <laughs>
2: so like if you had, if you had, I'm trying to think here, like
1: my, 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 how, how-
2: how much man hours you would save by not having like four guys running grills, trying to cook all these different temperatures and stuff. If you just had five coolers set up with five sous vides, it would be like one dude cooking for like 200 plus people steaks, you know, instead of having like four or five dudes on grills trying to hit these temperatures and stuff, it saves so many man hours that it's like not even funny for like a $500 investment. It's insane.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And
0: I'll, I will say this, you know, going back to, some of the food tasting different, things like that. Everything tasted really well. I wouldn't call all the food we had excellent, like the greatest ever, but it was, ever, but it was great good. food. It was good. I enjoyed every single meal that I had. I can't say that there was anything that I ate. Oh, I ate a bowl of ramen, Jeremy, and it was straight dog water.
1: Oh, I mean, we compare Ooh. everything to yours. No.
0: I, well, that's a, I, some people may eat it and be the like, The egg wasn't hey, even like right. soaked
1: in the soy. It was a hard-boiled egg. It was
0: oh. completely hard boiled. The yolk was completely cooked, man, and everything. And it was yeah. just, I, I took two bites and I said, I can't do it. You spoiled me on
2: ramen. Well, it's well, kind
1: of the, funny. Go ahead. That's how it should be.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of
1: funny because I feel like Jeremy was on the trip with us because we were like, we would, like, we, we got served <laughs> like these really amazing like pastry like breads from the French restaurant and I was like Mm -hmm. I never would have have appreciated this had like it was just been a bread (laughs) to me but I was like, Oh my gosh, the flavor and look at the flakiness of this croissant and Discuss uh, all. Yeah. Was, <laughs> we, so Joel and I were like, TRP trip. We're <laughs> Jeremy and Ty. We're, we're, going, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> we're going all inclusive.
2: No. So, all right, we, everybody, we're going to need you to go to our Patreon and donate money so that we can go to Mexico next year. That's uh, right.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I, I tell you, man, you know, we did. We, we talked about you a bunch because, you know, the things we were eating down there, and this is what we all do and what we all enjoy we together. Critique and and we we, enjoy. And we, and we And we critique and I, we eat things and. You know, me and her would bounce it off. And I go, like, well, what do you think Jeremy would think about
1: this? And we indulge. <laughs> you know? And Stacy
2: and I talked more than a few times about different food that you, you were telling me that you guys were eating and stuff. Cause you said yeah. you, you, you had your data plan down there. So yeah. we, we were messaging all of us back and forth and stuff, talking about food and everything. And mm-hmm. cause you guys were very worried that, you know, it's been years since you've been in Mexico and your palates have been expanded so much through what we do together. You, yeah You guys were legitimately worried before you went down that you were going to hate all the food that was down there. I was and, very uh, worried about it. yeah uh, Luckily,
1: And what's true is something that we were talking about. We were. We were super, super worried. And then when we got down there, we were pleasantly surprised at how delicious it was. And we were talking, and I said, I almost wonder if, you know, 10 years later on this trip, our palates are so much more advanced that we now appreciated all the flavors that we were getting.
2: Yes. It it could be, like, uh, what's that, like, the theory of, like, low expectations. If you're like, man, this is going to suck. And then, like, it's okay. And you're like, man, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, You know, it could have been one of those where, like, you know. If you're yeah. expecting some super amazing restaurant, you go and it's like very good, but not amazing. Then you're like, man, that didn't live up to expectations. Like, I you know, th- a thousand
1: think, percent. I yeah. truly think it's because we now know to appreciate the flavors and all the things that were mm-hmm. on the plate versus before. You know, we were pretty basic. I mean, we were we considered ourselves <laughs> foodies, <fruities>, but nothing <laughs> like we are now. Before Joel's like, got any Cheetos to go? With <laughs> yeah, hi hey, Maya. Got anything? What's up A Pecanha? Huh? <laughs> Pecanha. <huh? laughs> <laughs> but that's true. We would not have ordered that because we wouldn't have known what it was well so we were ordering Joel, the wrong things joel's like yeah i did football snakes back there <laughs> <laughs> i'll play baseball <laughs> um lastly uh something we talked about when krista was on recently was her soft shell crab recipe that she football did all steaks <laughs> all steaks um so something i had never had before was fried soft shell crab where you can eat the entire the crab. The best thing that I we will stuck say, in our I, mouth. I will
0: say, hands down, that was, I could have ate that every single night, what she's about to describe. We ate
1: it two nights in a row. We went to this uh, the Asian restaurant where they just like a quick, so- like it was a perfect light, fried all over this um, they call
0: it a soft shell crab salad and it's an entire soft shell crab fried with this sitting sweet... on a
2: piece of lettuce yeah
0: all right so like slaw or something like that it <laughs> yeah.
1: had some type of vinaigrette sauce that they kind of like lightly drizzled all yeah. over it and it was it's mm. seasoned to perfection it was crunchy. so banging,
2: crunchy man i love that
1: so banging wh- and so wh- we wh- have got to do this
2: Where I'm from in Florida, there's a little restaurant right on the Gulf where they, like, grow all their own crabs. Like, they have them out there in, like, tanks and stuff. And, like, you order one, and they'll fry it right there and bring it to your table. Oh, it's so good. We have
1: to do this. Like, is there a season for those? Probably because they have to molten their, like, their shell or whatever? There is a
0: season for when they uh, become soft, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you say that, but, like, like...
2: I, I don't know. Like in Florida, all the seasons run together. But like, I felt like we had them year round. I think you can like if you're growing them in captivity, you, they molt at different times, yeah. so you might be able to serve them year round. The
1: farm, right? um,
2: but but I'm sure there is like a a season per se um, for the rest of the places.
1: Yeah, we've got to get you guys doing this or trying this. And and like I said, that's another thing we never would have ordered that before. But because <laughs> we had talked about it with Krista, we're like, well, we got to try this.
0: Absolutely. And the, fell in the love. More with the you dish.
1: know, fell in love with the dish. Right? So. Um, that's about it. We had tons and tons of good food. There a lot of things that we are now going to try to integrate into our menus here at home and try, maybe talk about on the podcast as well. We had fried milk as a dessert, which seemed really odd, which was awesome. Oh yeah. Um, that other was pretty, things, oh so. bro,
0: bro. One last thing. One last thing. Mm-hmm. We never ate breakfast outside of our room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Stacy would get just copious amounts of stuff. And we would just kind of pick at it. But they we had did room
1: service breakfast every they, morning. They had these nice. uh,
0: these crepes. Mm. And they had nailed it, them. And they oh, it was, it was perfect. And they would put uh chocolate Nutella layered all the way through it. So this thing's like yeah. this thing's like woven into layers. They would
1: like fold it.
0: It had granola it. Okay, gotcha. yeah. gr- granola, strawberries, bananas.
1: Fresh coconut sprinkled all over it.
0: Dude,
2: it Yeah.
1: And I, they use coconuts and pineapples crepes, off man. the resort so for good. all their uh, like their drinks oh, uh, and stuff like that.
2: I love crepes. I have a great crepe recipe and uh, crepe pan all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, I absolutely adore crepes.
1: We got it every day because that fresh granola and the, 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 mm-hmm. the coconut all over it was like yeah. amazing.
0: I want to learn to make crepes. I love it. I've never made one. So. Well, it's easy. It's, it's like a little thin pancake.
2: Say you love crepes. Yeah. Say you love crepes. <laughs> <laughs> Say you love crepes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a great movie. All right. Speaking of Oprah Winfrey, let's take a break. <laughs> and on the other side, we were going to run into a uh, new little game Stacy's going to play with us uh, on some. Uh, it's going to be called Eat It or Beat It. That's right. So stick around for that. We're also got Reload Recommends. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best. Dow Strong dowstrong has the highest quality sexiest knives i've ever laid my hands on any knife that you would ever need they have it but they don't stop there guys at Dalstrong.com, they also carry block sets aprons cookware culinary tools and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend so guys run I said, run to Dalstrong.com and use code ThatReloadPodcast. I said that reload podcast to save on the finest brand in the game, Dal
1: All right, guys, we are back from the break, and today we've got a new segment I'm bringing mm. with you guys. It's called Eat It mm. or mm. Beat It. Go on, get out of here. Go on, get it. You get Go yeah. get <laughs> All right. So what I have for us today is I have a bunch of new products that are going to be coming out on the market here soon. We are in the fall, like we talked about. We had a little taste of it in the beginning of the episode, but new products coming. And I want to know, guys, are you going to eat it? Bam. Smash or pass, basically. Um, so first, what we've got, a new product coming out by Mountain Dew, and it is called Mountain Dew Flaming what? Hot. Cheetos. This is a drink.
2: Yeah. Boom. I assume it's on TikTok. Yeah.
1: Mountain Dew flaming hot. You gonna eat it or bait it?
2: Is it taste like Cheetos? You,
1: you gonna drink it or?
2: No. That sounds horrible.
1: It's a flaming hot that, Mountain Dew limited edition. So it's like a spicy drink.
2: It looks terrible. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen I've seen this one around. I've seen people do like unboxings of it and stuff, and like it's not looked great. So it
1: just, eat it, eat Joel. Eat it or beat it. No,
0: totally beat it. It seems like these companies are just making things just to get you know uh, a shot out kind of people, but just for
1: but people on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah. W- w- what if you
2: dip some uh, some beef jerky in there though? Would that would that is it, is it, like, a, oh! is it like a like
0: a, a uh, like a bloody mountain dew mary or it's whatever It's like the liquid form go. of the
2: Cheetos. Like like a michelada though, but with like beef jerky and stuff. Yeah. But, so put some oh, put some minute. put
0: some vodka, some beef jerky, <laughs> and a rim of Cheetos around the top.
1: What about <laughs> and, a michelada and, and, and with this? Take, and then take the mountain dew out and <laughs> a <bit drink>. yeah. <laughs> All right, you eating it or beating it?
0: it? He said beat it from no, the beat get. It.
1: Yeah. Before so you even it,
0: the words the came out of your mouth, beat. he said beat yeah. it. Yeah. He said right. Mountain Dew, and I was like, beat
1: it. <laughs> Next product coming out: Jalapeno Popper Goldfish.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and just say right off the bat, uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna eat this, Jess. I'm gonna eat it with some jerky. i mean uh it. A good substitute for my favorite snack in the world when I don't have Cheetos is Goldfish. So,
2: oh, okay, it's like a jalapeno flavored Goldfish. So like yeah. jalapeno popper. and cheese. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, beat it. Uh, I'm not gonna eat that. I don't like Goldfish. <laughs>
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smash that shit.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the eat it. All right, next. Apple cider donut Oreos.
2: Wait, what? Come on. Apple cider donut Oreos.
0: I'm going to go ahead and call a hard beat it on that. Sounds
1: you can't pl- F with the original donut. No. are
0: you messing Oreo. with my Oreos.
2: You know. The, you Pass, know. beat it, whatever the bad one is. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you got to just, when you have something that's so good, don't mess with it. I don't want an it's apple cider like, freaking Oreo.
2: Oreo keeps doing that. They have all those crazy flavors for some reason, and, like, I swear to God, no one ever eats them. Like
1: My brother gets all of them, but to me, like, you cannot replace the classic. Like, nothing no, will beat it.
2: It's got to be. A good old double stuff Oreo, you boom. can't beat
0: that. Mm. It's got to be for relevancy. Because as long as you, it's just like in the social media game, as long as you keep putting stuff out, people are going to be like, oh, what we're doing right now? Talking shit about the Oreos.
1: Next. Absolutely. Next. All right. Next. Turkey dinner and apple pie and coffee candy corn. Oh, the my The Thanksgiving meal. That oh. is.
2: Wait, th- this is like some Willy Wonka shit. This is like <laughs> where you had the whole meal in, inside the gobstopper or whatever. Yeah. like yeah, I definitely ju- beat it. I just this got is chills. This a full course meal.
0: I got bad Chills down my arm looking at that. That looks gross. Beat it.
2: I, I threw up a little bit in my mouth when I, I saw that picture.
0: But I think I would try it.
1: <laughs> You've got to see what it's about.
0: I mean, like, that's one of those snacks. That,
1: You're not going to smash a whole bag.
0: I mean, I got to know. Does it taste like turkey? All
1: right, next. Everything bagel with cream cheese kettle chips. No. Yes! I love a kettle chip. That crunch.
2: So, kettle chips with everything bagel seasoning on them and cream cheese flavor. If it was an everything bagel chip, I would probably check it out. But like, I think they're they're flying too close to the sun, adding too much stuff to there.
0: Ah, uh, listen, y'all, kettle chips are garbage. They are the cat. Ke- they're listen. Oh
2: really? I, I, oh, I love kettle chips. They, they. What's the one with the lighthouse on it? We get those all the time. Cape Cod. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. No,
0: yeah. no. Here's here's why I, I dislike kettle chips. Okay, and this may be a bad reference because I love this cereal, but they are the Captain Crunch of chips. And when I'm and me being well, the Captain animal, Captain Crunch is good. Captain Crunch is good, but it cuts the roof of your mouth up.
1: So and you get big copious amounts. You got to endure it
0: it's <laughs> a it's a silver uh, no.
1: When uh, I'm reaching my hand into a bag of chips, I want the ones that are, like, folded over and curved mm-hmm. and crunched up. I don't want the perfect triangle or circle. I See, want the funky ones, I don't, that's yeah. why the kale chips are good. Jeremy,
0: this is a hard assumption of how you eat chips, but Stacy is a one-chip-at-a-time gal. Me, I like to shove as many chips in my mouth at one time as I can, paired with some other protein of some sort.
2: Okay, yeah. So these are not Cheetos, and you're not eating beef jerky with He's them. No, missing. no, lay, Lay's, Lay's <laughs> no, potato I, chips. I, I am, I am a one, maybe two chips if they're small, one at a time kind of person. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on Stacy's boat. Now, this, seeing this makes me like I'm going to beat it on this one for sure. But. I want to spiralize some rusted potatoes, deep fry them, and coat them in, um, in, in ballistic, reload ballistic. That's <laughs> what I want after seeing oh, this. yeah. Uh,
1: Heck, yeah. Now, side note, um, one of our friends messaged us while we were in Mexico and said they made an, a ballistic dip. They used those really thin pretzels to dip it in, and they um, created this dip with um, mayo, cream cheese, or sour cream and cream cheese, and like a bunch of ballistic, and said it was like gobbled up in no time. They did
0: the sour
2: cream and like it was like onion dip.
1: Uh, Yeah, sour cream and cream cheese and ballistic, like a ton of ballistic.
2: Have you guys done the uh, the smoke sour cream thing yet?
1: Uh, Cream cheese. Whatever. No, but what Aaron Duty did, I'm definitely.
2: He he put like caramelized onions or something on it. Sure. So
1: he so I was talking with him. He made this um bake like onion bacon jam, like a bourbon bacon that's, jam. That's okay? what it was. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he needed some more liquid, and he's he said whatever I had in my hand was going in the pot, and he was drinking sweet tea. So he put oh, sweet okay. tea, and it had the bourbon and the bacon jam on there, and he topped topped the cream cheese with it. He used um he used he- Pack and Heat and uh our HD 4.0 that we collaborated with with uh Lanes. Barbecue.
2: Yeah, so he smoked the cream cheese and then put that that uh, bacon bourbon jam over it. After it was, a it was garnish. Done. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely gotta try that. It
2: looked amazing. It yeah. Really
1: did. <laughs> you know, and I saw. And I know another side note. I saw. You know, like Brad Chili's and Smoke said he did it one time and he wasn't really fond of the texture that the smoking gave. Like it kind of made the cream cheese crack. I yeah,
2: I, I've seen that on a lot of them.
1: Yeah, they all kind of crack, which to me, like, I would still smash it because, like, you could wrap a turd in a cream cheese and <laughs> freaking eat it. Aye,
0: but Benny, Benny Kendrick. in the bedroom.
1: Yes, yeah, for real. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Benny Kendrick, he mm-hmm. scored the cream cheese bar
2: yeah i saw that and it
1: stopped the the cracking because it like already had those openings like like busted cream cheese so well the
2: the reason it's cracking is because it's hardening and so like i would think his would have more surface area which good thing because you know more rub but also you're like you're going to have more of that hardness on the outside because now like that heat's going to penetrate deeper into all those crevices and you're going to have more of that hard texture Mm -hmm. um is what i would think would happen
1: yeah, we, we definitely gotta
0: try that. So, uh side note real quick, a little rabbit hole. Um I just I just switched to Chattanooga one eleven mm-hmm. and man, there is a major jump between the Woodford and this Chattanooga. In
1: whiskey. Burn? You're talking no,
0: in flavor. Twenty
2: five proof at least, yeah. I
0: know, but the flavor is just punching me in the face. Mm. So good. Chattanooga's a heavy hitter, dude. It's hitter.
1: All right, we got two more of these. Ready? Moving on. Ready. Nashville Hot Cheetos.
2: Eat
0: it!
2: Any Cheeto. It's going to my mouth. Pass. Eat it.
1: Come on, man.
2: I don't like hot Cheetos.
1: Oh, I love hot Cheetos. I don't like regular Cheetos, yeah. but the flaming ones. I like regular
2: ones... Cheetos, but like the hot ones just don't do it for me.
1: I'm the opposite.
0: I brought my kids back two bags of Mexican Cheetos that, have, mm-hmm. that are queso flavored. And um,
1: they're not as good. All right, last one. A new product in a jar from Pace. Like Pace you with know Salsa. This is called Street Style Corn.
2: No. What? What is it? Is it like...
1: It's a dip. So it's like a creamy style, like street style corn queso dip.
2: Is
0: there corn in it?
1: Yeah.
2: It looks smooth. The jar, like, it looks smooth. Like, what it like blend Blended the corn up? Blended
1: corn, like... Corn compote <laughs> that sounds
2: bad
1: I want to get my hands on it
0: on face value I'm going to say uh, I'm going
2: to say beat it I'd buy it I'm I'm going to say beat it. I
1: think
2: I said beat it to all of them. I think you did.
0: All right. You were were half and a half on the kettle chips thing. So
1: we know from this that Joel likes to eat it and Jeremy likes to beat it. Hey! All right, Joel, I'm going to pass it on over to you for this week's Reload recommends.
0: That's right, guys. It's time. For that segment, we recommend things to you we think are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's roll straight into... Reload, recommendations, recommendations for Reload, yeah, baby. Okay, let's roll straight into this thing. Uh, We're going to do it. We're going to go meet first, Jeremy second, we're going to round things out with Stace for her Reload Recommends. But something I'm going to recommend to you guys is more like a tip. So, Jeremy, I went out. Just the tip. Just the tip, baby. I went out, and I wanted to purchase an axe, and... Um, because I've got a splitting mall, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that I don't have an actual axe. Yep. And so I wanted to go get an axe. And if you are somebody that's a that preps or likes to camp or any of these things or have a need for an axe, this is for you. Now, my brother, he likes to throw axes. He likes to throw knives. That's his his uh, little pastime. And I went and I bought an axe and I brought him. I was like, hey, man, check out this axe I got. He goes, take it back. And I'm like, why? He goes, this is garbage. And he and he proceeded to tell me why it was garbage. So if you're looking to purchase an axe, two things, or three things you want to look for. One, in the top of the axe, you want to see not one, but two of these circle wedges that are into the wood that spread the top of the wood out to the edges. Number two, you don't want to see any voids, none. No holes around the top, no and no, when you look at the bottom, a lot of companies will cover it up with metal or rubber so you cannot see the bottom of the ax head. But you do, you want-
1: That's when you get that wobble after hitting it so many times. After
0: so many times-
2: you, you want to make sure the epoxy is penetrated all the way through.
0: It's going to fail on you, yeah. So yeah. you look under there and if, there's, if you see any holes, any voids on the top or bottom of the ax, you don't want to purchase that ax. So I ended up going to copious amounts of places looking for an axe, finally found a couple. I got a, a small axe, I got a mid size axe, and then I got a full size axe. But that's my tip. Who if was you, that
1: mid axe for?
0: As for you, honey, so you've been starting going to chop and chopping some wood.
1: He didn't think I could handle the big one. No.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I'm a man, you're a woman. There's, there's a difference <laughs> here. Okay. So I have a feeling he's gonna word. end
2: up using the he's gonna end up using the medium one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, <meniscus.
0: laughs> my meniscus. My meniscus. My wrist. <laughs> Carpal tunnel setting in
1: again, guys. My knee. My wrist. <laughs> my neck. My little baby axe. My back. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use my muscles. I'm pissed. Y'all shut
0: the hell up. All right. All right. <laughs> Jeremy, your turn. Moving on.
1: All right, guys.
2: Um trying to think of something to recommend tonight and um i could only think of one thing i just finished listening to an audiobook earlier today and it is what i'm going to recommend um because it's like the only thing on my mind it is called billy summers by stephen king it is his latest book it just came out Hmm. it is a really really good read i listened to like the whole 20 hour book in like three days um I, i just couldn't stop listening um It's about this guy, Billy Summers, who is a uh, a veteran of the Iraqi war. And he comes back and he ends up getting connected with the mob and becoming a hitman. And so it's about his final job and he has to pose as a writer. Um, in order to, to kind of in, infiltrate this area because he needs, like, a, a cover story. And he ends up writing his life story, which is obviously incredibly messed up because he's a contract killer. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it, it just goes on from there, um, run-ins with the mob, politicians, all sort of stuff. It's, it's, it's a really great read, uh, not part of a series or anything, just a one-off book. Um, really interesting, Billy Summers by Stephen King.
1: So do you feel, like, audiobook-wise, do you, you would you recommend the audiobook versus reading it?
2: Um, I would recommend whatever you have time for. Okay. Uh, if you're the kind of person who has time to sit down and read, then read the book. Um, I, I listen to either audiobooks or podcasts while I'm working all day. So um, it's audiobooks for me unless I'm on vacation. And then I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. if I have a lot of time to sit around, then I'll read a book.
0: Dude, man, that's been a that's kind of a different genre for him, isn't it? Because normally you know, he's like horror so, or scary
2: shit, right?
1: Yeah, No, he's he has some like sci-fi stuff, too. He, yeah, still... He's done
2: a lot of sci-fi, mm-hmm. but he has, done a, he has done a police series. I want to say it was called end of watch. I'm trying to think of oh, the guy's yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's n- a good movie. No, no, it's not that one. Uh, um, uh, I'm getting it messed up, but, but he, he wrote an entire, uh, detective series. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but he, he has written detective stories before. Um, the, the guy writes like two books a year. He's a prolific writer. He writes about everything. And, um, I, I don't want to give anything away but there, there, there's a lot of stuff in the aye, book aye, uh, aye, okay okay if, if you're a reader of Stephen King he references other books inside of his books a lot so you'll you'll pick up things from his other books horror type stuff oh, uh, like at a certain times so mm-hmm. yeah
1: I'm totally interested in that as well. I just finished the Black book by James Patterson which was the sequel oh, yep. to the audiobook that I recommended a few weeks back uh, with detective mm-hmm. Billy Harney. That book was yep. awesome. I could not so, stop.
2: Yeah, so the next one in that series is Red Book, which I've read. Got it. I've I've done Black Book and Red Book, and uh, Red Book is just as good. Okay, um, it, 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 they're both fantastic. I can't wait for uh, Patterson writes thirty-seven books a year, so I'm sure we'll have seven more in the next six months. And so. I was so excited because well, on
1: vacation he reposted me out there with my Diet Coke and Black Book out <laughs> by the pool. So I was like, I was like, my favorite author reposted me. So yeah, I have just purchased the Red Book, and I am working on that now.
2: Mm, Reading. You're like, M- my buddy Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, Jim, you know.
2: BFS. We go way
1: back. Okay. Is it my turn?
2: It's your
0: turn, honey. Bring us home.
1: All right. For this week's Relo Recommends Spotify Playlist Edition, we have a listener-submitted song. Mm. So I was sent this one by Mick at SW underscore Farming. He sent me the song, and it passed the test. I listened to it. You know, I wasn't going to just recommend something that I didn't think made the cut for our playlist it was awesome this song is from the album dark country four which is a compilation of songs by various artists
0: okay
1: it's by american rock guitarist blues saraceno and it's called devil's got you beat
2: the devil's got you beat
0: submitted song intentional intentionally into reload recommends and that is fantastic
1: i'm telling you i was skeptical he sent that to me and i'm like okay well i will consider it put it on you were listening at the same time and we were like it's going in mick thank you so much for submitting this song made today's reload recommends so easy i'm so stoked to have that on the list it
0: gets me jazzed up man all right, guys. So that's the end of the podcast. Uh, again, <laughs> thank you for everybody. Thank you for the song recommendation and uh, Mick. That was, that was his name, yeah. Mick. All right. But, guys, I want to ask you all to do another thing. Besides subscribing to the podcast, we want you to leave us a review. These things help us continue to do what we do. Go on whatever player that you listen to us, whatever platform, and give us a five star review if you love this show. And then, while you're at it, hit that subscribe Button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that Reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We love y'all. We'll see you on the next show.
1: See you next Tuesday.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Reload, Rub, and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today.